0: Welcome to Modern Family Matters, a podcast devoted to exploring family law topics that matter most to you, covering a wide range of legal, personal, and family law matters with expert analysis from skilled attorneys and professional guests. We hope that our podcast provides answers, clarity, and guidance towards a better tomorrow for you and your family. Here's your host, Steve Altitian
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Steve Altishen, Director of Client Partnerships here at Pacific Cascade Legal. And today I'm here with attorney Sarah Bain to talk about pregnancy and divorce. Hey, Sarah, how are you doing this morning?
2: I'm well, thanks, Steve.
1: I, I thank you for coming. This is really an interesting topic. And before we actually kind of start into it, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Yes, definitely. Um, I work for Pacific Cascade Legal, and I'm a Northwest native. I've lived here in um, the Portland area for, oh, around 20 years now, and um, went to the University of Oregon. I, um, My um, family, my parents were divorced, and so it's always been an interest of mine. I also have an undergraduate degree in psychology and working with people who or going through difficult times um, is something that I feel like I'm skilled at. And and I like being here and being a family law attorney is um, something that I really enjoy and I have a passion for.
1: I love it. I love it. Then you're perfect for this. Really unusual kind of topic. We haven't talked about this particular thing before in any of our streaming stuff, but we know, I mean, it's not an ideal situation. But the reality is that there are times when someone, while pregnant, just needs to get divorced, and it's inevitable. People in this situation, you know, can be wondering, well, how is a pregnancy going to affect my the divorce process? And so, Sarah, let's talk about the first obvious, it, you know, China to shop bull in the room question. Can you even file for a divorce while you're pregnant?
2: Yes, um, in Oregon, you can definitely file for divorce when you're pregnant. Although it's not an ideal situation, a divorce is hard at any time. But add on top of that being pregnant, uh, it can be very emotional for the parties. But um, you know, sometimes a marriage comes um, comes apart when when one person finds out that they're pregnant. Um, it could be financial stressors. It could be other stressors that are coming to fruition at that particular point in a person's life. But yes, in Oregon, you can get a divorce while you're pregnant. In some other states, there are other rules where either can't file the petition or cannot get a divorce judgment because the the court thinks that the custody and parenting time issues are impossible to work out at that time. I think Texas and several other States have limitations, but Oregon does not, there's no limit on being able to get a divorce when pregnant.
1: The um, is that case for all kinds of cases uh, in terms of, because I know that sometimes people can file sort of these uncontested divorces with everything drafted and, and all of the issues decided. Um I think they call it a simplified divorce in Oregon. Um,
2: No. So um, an an uncontested or a simplified divorce is a process that you can go through in Oregon if both parties agree that they want to get divorced. I think that the total assets of the parties need to be less than $30,000 and the parties need not to have children to file for that sort of a divorce. And that includes pregnancy. So if you're pregnant, the court sees you as having children.
1: So the short answer, it was kind of, yeah, you can file. I mean, you're not, it, being pregnant doesn't mean you're not allowed to file. But there's sort of a shorter, not so short, I should say, more complicated answer, isn't
2: there? There is There, there are, there is a more complicated answer. So the short answer is yes, you can get divorced if you're pregnant and you follow the same steps that you would in a normal filing. You, um, you and your spouse need to be Oregon residents. Um, you need to have, one of you needs to have lived in Oregon for the past six months. You would file in the county that you live in. Um, let's say you live in Multnomah County. You um, have lived there for over six months. You would file at the Multnomah County Courthouse um, or have a lawyer help you do that. And then um, you would need to serve your spouse with a petition for dissolution of the marriage, as well as any other necessary paperwork. As you had said, you know, the only exception to that process was a summary dissolution. But filing for divorce when you're pregnant can be a lot more complicated, especially in respect to the custody, parenting time, and child support issues. Um, it can take a lot longer to res- resolve a divorce when someone's pregnant and it really often depends on the stage of the pregnancy usually a divorce takes sort of at minimum about 3 months i'd say more typical is around 6 months some divorces that we have here in our office have gone on unfortunately for a year or more and and so you know you're you're only pregnant for the 9 months and so if you're pregnant and it's very early in the pregnancy it can be a little more complicated, but if you're towards the end of your pregnancy, let's say you're eight or nine months pregnant, through the process you will have the baby, and custody, parenting time, and child support will be worked out naturally at at that point through the court.
1: Yeah. The oh, here's a kind of crazy question, just sort of came. Do you have to tell the court you're pregnant? I mean, can you just sort of say, well, I don't want anything to do this person. I'm not even going to tell the court I'm pregnant.
2: No, in every petition for dissolution, there is a a place where you need to let the court know whether you're pregnant or not.
1: That makes sense. That makes sense. You you talk about, and let's talk about a little bit more on the issues of custody, parenting time, child support. They, it's, it's a simple, obvious question, I guess. But why do you have to wait? Is there a reason that the court just doesn't say, okay, your kid's going to be born? on this day and child support and parenting time and custody will all be decided now. And then just go into effect. Then they, they don't usually do it that way. Do they?
2: No. I mean, the problem with the child not being born is that there's no physical child to order support custody or parenting time for. So the court waits until after the child's born to determine the, Parenting time, child support, and custody issues. However, I mean that process can be a lot easier if you and your your spouse agree. And you know, having some time while you're pregnant to plan out. Okay, once this baby is born, what sort of a parenting plan do we want? Um, and there's lots of resources through the state of Oregon. There's a whole packet on um, children ages birth to three on what appropriate parenting time looks like. Um, in those cases especially if a mother is um breastfeeding the child for the first few months and what parenting time would look like in those sort of cases and yeah. and we walk our clients through all of that all of that when um when we're talking to someone who's pregnant or their spouse is pregnant and they're trying to get a divorce um yeah does that help and answer your
1: question oh when you talk about that it just it, my brain goes to well there there's such an uncertainty when the child's not born yet. And, you know, I mean, there's one way or the other. It could be what happens if you have twins or, you know, what happens if you don't bring the child to term? I mean, or the child, you know, miscarried or whatever. I mean, it would be pretty tough to undo something if you've already done it. Beforehand, it's like it's like it's in this case, it's better to, to wait until you have more
0: certainty.
2: Exactly. But there are several paths to take. Perhaps um if you're very early in your pregnancy, want to get the divorce done, you can settle all of the divorce issues and have a judgment there, and then go on and file a modification for custody, parenting time, and child support after the child is born.
1: Can paternity come into play on this? What if the the other spouse says, well, hold on, I'm not my kid. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, a legal parent. And, you know, so I'm not going to have anything decided.
2: Definitely. That, definitely. And, and then, you know, that might be something that is infidelity, et cetera, might be something that's ending the marriage and um, Oregon is a no fault divorce state. And we, um, you know people get divorced all the time where different things have happened. But if um the paternity is called into question, um the court can order a test for paternity after the child is born. Um there is an assumption that if you're married and you and your spouse are together, that you that you are the parents of the child Um, there is an assumption by the court. And so if no one brings it up and paternity is not called into question, then um, your spouse is, is the, the father of the baby, however, or mother, you know, depending on, you know, uh, what gender your spouse is, um, uh, support all kinds of families here at Pacific Cascade yeah. Legal. Um, but yeah, if the spouses don't agree on paternity, the court will have to decide. And, um, you know, the, the father is usually presumed to be the father if the child is born during the marriage or within 300 days of the termination of the marriage.
1: Can the complexity go just beyond custody, beyond child support, beyond parents I'm basically beyond just the kid? Because it seems to me it'd be hard to decide even some property division, asset division, debt division issues, if you don't know that there actually will be a kid, or how many kids, or or those kinds of situations. I mean, what what if you say, okay, we're going to split this, this, and this, and then it turns out so you have two kids, and maybe there's that that issue should be split different. I mean, can can even issues like that get involved in maybe delaying the process?
2: Definitely, definitely. I could I could definitely see a case where someone finds out they're pregnant. They're either in the middle of a divorce or they are um, about to file a petition for divorce. You know, don't know what's happening. Come to a. You know, start to come to a settlement agreement, go to med- mediation, try to work through some of these issues, and then, you know, are waiting and then come to a point where they find out that there's two babies, three babies, etc. cetera. Um, you know, people go through IVF and sometimes there's um, a lot of complications and different things going on there. And I could see a court saying, oh, no, you know, we need to put this off until the child or the children are born, or we need to work out some of these issues before we can continue with what we, what the normal process would be.
1: And the mother or potential mother asked the court to make payments uh, as part of the decree. I mean, especially if it turns out they're trying to uh not decide maybe custody, but the, the person, the divorce is going to be in before the divorce, before the birth, um, can, can somehow the mother protect herself and make sure that the costs of the pregnancy, maybe there's a complication, maybe whatever is still going to be divided between the two of them.
2: Yes. I haven't, um, I haven't seen that exact case But um, parties, parties agree to things or ask the court to different things, ask the court for different things all the time. And in a case where someone was pregnant, I would definitely ask the court for medical costs as part of the, part of the divorce, um, part of the divorce, because, you know, as you might imagine, it can be very expensive to have a baby, especially if there's complications my kids it was three thousand dollars and that we you know we were covered by medical but in a lot of cases um we in most cases actually where there's children involved we have people agree in their judgment that you know mom and dad will pay 50 percent of the medical costs any out-of-pocket medical costs that there may be um and i could in court's typically order that they routinely order each parent to pay half of the uninsured medical costs or if you have a child with a disability sometimes the court orders a an increased amount in child support to cover, you know, a child's regular medical needs and if that's an issue, I mean, you uh, you would definitely want to talk to an attorney about that issue because there, there's quite a lot going on there. But in general, I would see I definitely could see a court ordering um, half of the costs of the of the birth for both parties to pay.
1: Looking kind of on the other side, the, the spouse, can the spouse ask the court uh, to either delay any any decisions or. Thing that comes to my mind is in a in a child custody or child parenting time case, you know, they set out the stuff, and you know, one of the clauses is you can't move away without permission of the court. Can the spouse try to protect themselves by getting some sort of an order during the divorce that you can't move away because you're pregnant? and it's sort of you know ultimately would be the same kind of an issue you would
0: think
2: interesting um question. we do status quo for children who are in already with us on the earth but the unborn child is a very interesting issue i think a judge would definitely consider that and think and think about whether or not the judge would allow this person to move away while pregnant because basically you are you know separating yourself from the from the child and not letting the parent the other parent have parenting time which is not legal in in Oregon under general well it, <laughs> it's complicated as you know but yeah. in most cases the court will order parenting time for both parents let's say
1: that there's there's more there's already two kids and and a pregnancy does can the court deal with those kids or is the court sort of required to wait and do the whole package?
2: No. So that's a very interesting question. And I could I see this question come up. I mean, I, I would think that, you know, in, in quite a lot of places where someone's pregnant and they're getting a divorce, that they've been in this marriage for a long time with someone and may have older children for sure. And while you can um, get your divorce finalized while you're pregnant, you wouldn't be able to get the custody, parenting time and child support issues um, adjusted for the for the new child, but you definitely could have those issues um, adjudicated for the older children. What would happen then is that you would get a judgment, you would enter into a parenting plan with your spouse, and you would start to go along and then you would file for a modification once the once the child was born. And basically, um, the Department of Justice would have to um, adjust the child support amount. Um, you would have to come up with a parenting plan that would be appropriate for a newborn, as well as a parenting plan that is appropriate for the older children. So your your parenting plan for the newborn may look much different than your parenting plan for the older children. It may be that for the older children, mom has one week, dad has one week, but then for the newborn, maybe the newborn's still nursing. You know, maybe dad only sees the newborn for a couple hours every few days and then builds up to having the same sort of parenting plan with all the children over time. From
1: a financial point of view and, and especially, you know, Attorney costs and attorney fees, and maybe the cost of, of negotiating negotiating, mediating, and and everything kind of put together. I came into and I said, well, you know, should I just settle? Should we settle all the other issues now, and then when the kid comes, we'll just settle that issue, or we'll do it now and then we'll modify it later? What would cost less? And and I know that's a crazy opening ended question, but I mean, I I imagine costs of doing it twice, maybe more than costs of doing it once are the costs of getting, you know, going all the way to mediation and then knowing you have triplets and having to say, we have to throw all that out and now start again.
2: You know, that's a very interesting question, Steve. And I tell clients all the time, they say, well, what's my, what's my bill going to be at the end of this? Or how much is this going to cost? And And if I go to my mechanic and I say to my mechanic, how much is this going to cost? My mechanic is able to open the hood of the car and look inside and go, oh, okay. you know, this is wrong. This is wrong. We need a new one of these. And they can give me a pretty accurate estimate when we're dealing with these more complicated legal issues um, and, and complicated families. It's very hard for me to give people a quote on costs because I'm not a mechanic and I can't. It's like looking at a car without being able to open the hood and look inside and see what issues we're going to get into down the line, because a lot of the times it can seem very um contentious and people can be very upset in the beginning of the divorce process, but then come to find out that they are pretty much aligned on what they want um, in terms of getting divorced. They they understand how they want to split the property. They have an idea of how they want to co-parent. They have an idea of, you know, who should have custody or whether they want to do joint custody. And in those cases, I mean, it really can be very... Um, there can be complicated issues, but for, for the attorney, we can solve those issues pretty easy, easily, especially when the parties are willing to be reasonable and come to a settlement agreement. And in those cases, I would say, you know, go for it. There's, there's really, I mean, if we're going to come to a reasonable settlement, waiting, not waiting, I don't necessarily see a big change in cost. Where I do see a big change in the cost of a divorce with a pregnancy is if there's um, some really contentious issues. And um, in those cases where we're going to hearings and we're going to trial and there may be temporary orders involved um, and, and, you know, the parents are not agreeing to custody of the older children. They're not agreeing on the property division. They may or may not need to sell a house. Those issues can be very complicated. I don't think that there's any harm in getting started because those issues can usually usually need to be resolved. Um, some things that we do for our clients is a client says, you know what, um, this is getting expensive. Can we wait on some of these issues? And in a pregnancy situation, it's very set up for, for waiting. I mean, where we could start the divorce, we could start working on the property issues, we could start getting into Settlement negotiations with the closing counsel and then we could, you know, basically pause and say, OK, we're going to wait until after the baby is born to resume what we're doing. And I think a, I think a court would be you know, willing to do that, too. You don't always know. Sometimes they won't won't allow a set over. But, um, you know, and, and then and then there's the personal aspect of it, too. I mean, yes, well. It may cost you less to wait to do the whole divorce all at once, especially if you're very early in the pregnancy and nine months comes and goes. And, and you know, you hopefully in that time have settled some things with your ex. You've, you know, maybe moved out. You've maybe worked on talking about a parenting plan and you have a lot of those issues worked out. and And the court can decide because the baby's born. The court can decide custody, parenting time and child support it may be less expensive. However, you definitely want to think about, um, do you want to stay in a very unhappy or potentially abusive relationship while you're going through a pregnancy? I think both pregnancy can be a wonderful stressor in your life, but it also, you know, it is a stressor. It can be very stressful to be pregnant, um, especially when you're going through a divorce and there's a huge amount of uncertainty about your future. So I think really, Personal temperament goes into play there. Are you are you needing to make this decision personally and to have the issues resolved to work out the divorce as soon as possible? Or is it not important to you and it's more important to you to potentially save money and wait?
1: Yeah, we're almost out of time. This, it always flies too fast. But just final kind of thought and question is... Whatever stage they're in, whether they're whether they're just just realizing it, whether they're eight months pregnant, you as the attorney can handle all those situations. It's there's there's no better, you know, oh you need to wait to this, we can't do anything until that kind of thing. You can handle them at you know, from six weeks to eight months to you know almost you know, nine months of least.
2: Definitely, it, you know, any stage of a pregnancy, if somebody's considering divorce, we definitely would like to, you know, help you out, and we can set up a consultation here at Pacific Cascade Legal. During our consultations, we go through, you know, different options and. I always think having a lawyer on board is a good thing, especially when you're going through a divorce that may be complicated for a plethora of reasons. But especially a pregnancy is something that um, I feel that you should speak to a lawyer about if you're considering divorce at all.
1: Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much. This is really, really interesting stuff. And I cannot say more than, you know, thank you for sitting down today to talk about, you know, not only can you file for divorce when you're pregnant, but just how pregnancy can affect your entire divorce case or in some cases not. So, thanks again for for joining us today.
2: You're welcome, Steve. Thank you very much.
1: Well, and everyone else, thank you for joining. And if anyone has any further questions on today's topic, we can get you connected with one of our attorneys to talk about your particular situation. So, until next time, stay safe. Stay happy, be well.
0: This has been Modern Family Matters, a legal podcast focusing on providing real answers and direction for individuals and families. Our podcast is sponsored by Lander Home Family Law and Pacific Cascade Family Law, serving families in Oregon and Washington. If you are in need of legal counsel or have additional questions about a family law matter important to you, please visit our websites at LanderHomeLaw.com or PacificCascadeFamilyLaw.com. You can also call our headquarters at 503-227-0200 to schedule a case evaluation with one of our seasoned attorneys. Modern Family Matters, advocating for your better tomorrow and offering legal solutions important to the modern family.